This is a place. This is a place. This is a place. We want to talk about This is a place. Thank you for listening to This is a Place podcast. My name is Brandon, and I'm joined today by a man who once saw a concert for the price of only 45 cents, Nate. How did you do it? How did I watch a concert for 45 cents? Yeah. It's because I went to a 50 cent concert and Nickelback opened for him. Oh. Oh. That's a pretty good concert right there. Yeah. Can you imagine? (laughs) It's not true. No, I did not see. I've never seen 50 Cent. But But I have seen Nickelback. Yeah, you might drop our ratings admitting that on this podcast because I know we have adamant Nickelback haters as fans. Which, could somebody explain to me why? (laughs) (laughs) Everyone hates Nickelback. It's just fun. I think it's just something that started. People started making Nickelback jokes and it's just gone just on, caught from, on yeah. kind of from there because i still believe they sell a lot of concert tickets back when they were doing concerts remember that when you could go to a concert yeah but some of the jokes are it was are stinking funny though it's just a, a cool thing to do it's just to hate nickelback you know actually my this takes me back when i was 13 my first girlfriend and i we picked a nickelback song as our song and that was the photograph song that was our did you exchange photographs? Uh, so when you're at, nope. you're at home listening to it, you can say, look at this photograph. Nope. No? None of that happened. I mean, the relationship only lasted a month. So, Was that a thing for you going kind of tangent? But I think it was junior high era Going, going out me. with someone? That too. But I feel like you exchanged pictures, like your school picture when you liked somebody back in junior high. Was that a thing still? or? Mm. Maybe a little bit at the end, but then phones came out and what's the point? But yeah, yeah. You can just send each other pictures or take a picture together. Oh yeah, yeah. What's the selfies came eventually? Yeah, so hmm. bye bye to Polaroid and even though it's kind of made a comeback the last few years, but I just remember having like uh, a school ID from a couple of girls. Back in junior high. So the school ID? Their school ID is what wow. they would give me. That's love. Like, yeah, when you exchanged <laughs> pictures. Because, <laughs> yeah, you'd have, way to, to do it. So you'd have FaceTime back then. You'd have, when you talk on the phone, you'd have to, like, hold up the photograph, right? And yeah, and you couldn't. Because so you, could, you could remember what they look like. You couldn't put your girlfriend in, like, your top five friends list on MySpace either. MySpace? <laughs> Did you never get into MySpace? Um, I think when I got married, my wife set me up on a MySpace page. Nice. So I think I didn't even, even with Facebook, my friend set me up a Facebook account. And I think it was like two years after Facebook started that I went and looked at it. And I'm like, oh, there's like people messaging me. It's a me. thing now. Yeah. So it, it took me a minute to get onto that whole social media uh, what's the word? Trend, which yeah. is still going on. This continues on. You know, I was thinking we should start a TikTok. We should start our own podcast TikTok. Do you think people would be up for that? Is there like um, a rule for TikTok? Like how long it has to be? Or can it just be... I don't know. I just downloaded it and I've wasted a ton of time on it. And it's funny. Just watching a bunch of videos? Yeah. And I've heard... We'll look into it. There's some kids that make decent money doing that. be nice if we could make some money. 
(laughs) (laughs) Our hobbies make us money because uh, the chances of making money in sports went out the window. I guess we have to, and then my music career too. I think that one's never going to take off. So I guess we have to rely on podcast and TikTok (laughs) to make us. And our one YouTube video, man, we really. We need to step up our game this year. That's we our should New Year's resolution. Take a leap of faith. Quit our jobs. <laughs> uh, That's the only way to do it, Brandon. I do like that, at least recently, for my job and my location, I've been able to go to these places just on my lunch break that we've been visiting lately. That's Which true. Includes the one we did today, right? Yeah. And speaking of photographs, they have a photograph. Booth. They do have a photo booth. A photo booth at the location we visited today. And I also visited their other location last Saturday. Because they have three locations. We're talking about Nickelmania. The ever-popular Nickelcades, right? But not Nickelcade, because that's No, that's, that's a separate. brand. Yeah, sure. But the Nickel Arcade. How Nic- about that? Nickel Arcade. Nickel Arcades. So where did Nickel Arcades come from, Nate? Detroit? (laughs) (laughs) I thought you found a fact about a guy that was a butcher. I don't know. I was looking that up. But the only thing I could find was... um, (laughs) I know there was like a a father and son duo in Texas that started one back in like 96. And then... um, I totally forgot the butcher one that you were just talking about. You said there was a butcher's I was, Jack Nickel. I googled. I googled <laughs> Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. The <laughs> <laughs> Joker. Uh, Nickel arcade history. Well, I was surprised to find out. For some reason, in my mind, I thought that a nickel, a, an arcade, would come before home video games. But we found out that Atari was the first one to have a video game, right? Yeah, I believe Atari was the first video game with Pong. And then if you Google first arcade game, pops up. Do you know it had the name of the first arcade game? Star Wars? No, not Star Wars. (laughs) Space War. Space War. Close to Star Wars. Is recognized as the first video game inspired to the first two arcade games. It looks like, actually, the first arcade game did come before, I guess, at home video games. Because... Before Pong. It says Spaceware was recognized as the first video game inspired to the first two arcade games. Galaxy Game, a demonstration coin-operated unit run at Stanford University in November 1971... Computer Space, the first commercial arcade game created by Nolan Bushnell and Ted Dabney in the same month. Do you know who Nolan Bushnell is? He was... He's from Clearfield, Utah, bro. Who is? The guy who invented Atari, who basically invented video games. Yeah. And if it weren't for him, no nickel mania. You know what else he founded? What? Chuck E. Cheese. <gasps> Which I wish. We can do a Chuck E. Cheese episode because it was founded here. Now, yeah. Well, we can probably even segue it into Showbiz Pizza. 
which yeah. was kind of a competitor of Chuck E. Cheese, and then I think they ended up merging. But do any of our listeners out there remember Showbiz Pizza? But yeah, so basically, it took us in the right direction to where we could get something like Nickelmania that we can go visit. Right, because as we talked about in our Cottonwood Mall episode, one of the reasons I ever wanted to go to a mall was to play in the arcade. So the money I spent back then was minimum 25 cent per game. Wherever you go to Nickelcade arcade, it's only like 20 cents. Because <laughs> I swear every game is like at least four nickels, right? Yeah. So that's the funny thing, though. It's a nickel cade. Nickel cade. But I don't think there's a game in there that costs only a nickel. I believe, so I went to the Nickel Mania. I took my kids on Saturday. And I want to say there's a couple of the older older games, like maybe Frogger-type games that were maybe one nickel. But almost every game in there is at least two nickels and goes up from there, right? Which I wonder... I don't remember all too well because nickel arcades have been around since what the mid '90s. I think it's when they really started. I think they're out in the '80s. Like, '80s, the nickel. Well, maybe not nickel, but arcades. Arcades been around yeah. forever, but the idea of having a nickel arcade where you pay a fee to get into the establishment and then mm. you pay a nickel per. I think it started about mid '90s. Okay. Correct us if we're wrong. You were you were there, so you'd remember. I was there. <laughs> 95, 96. Um, I was there, but I was in diapers. I do remember, like, back then, I do believe most of the machines were closer to the nickel price tag. Um, and maybe some of the more advanced games were a couple, a couple of nickels. But I just remember $5 back then went a lot further than $5 in nickels today. Yeah. Was, so We could have been more conservative today when we visited. But we were kind of at the end just pumping through... Trying to win. It Dorothy. really depends. If you're playing like the video games, you can you can five dollars will go a long way, right? Mm-hmm. But if you start going after the tickets, you can spend your money really quick, really easy, really easy. It's like you're at a casino. It's really kind of. This is what teaches us to go to the casinos. Yeah, um, they do have um, two games at Nickel Mania, which I'm sure they have them at other arcades where. You spit out nickels, and there's a little shell that moves and knocks the, ki- the nickels over the edge. And they have little, almost like baseball cards, credit card looking or filling yeah. baseball cards of characters. And you try to collect all the characters, right? And Nate's a really big Wizard of Oz fan. Absolutely. <laughs> well, the first time we went to Nickel Mania, a couple, I want to say two years ago, the one in West Jordan, we took our kids and. My wife and I just kind of got hooked on trying to get all the cards, and it really became like playing the slot machine, you know. And you got how how much money is worth? I, hooked? I say minimum forty, and we might have spent up to sixty dollars <laughs> trying to just because it was just like money well spent. Yeah, and we're still short one card, and it's the Dorothy card on the Wizard of Oz game. Of course. And one lady was telling us she's like, I've been here, like once a week for the last three months and I've never seen a Dorothy card <laughs> come through the machine. But like I said, we kept the cards thinking next time we come back, we'll just win it. And Dorothy's starting to show up in the machines. We went after it today, right? We spent a good like $2, maybe 30 nickels 
30 nickels, yeah. Trying to get Dorothy, and it, it would take, I don't know, how many to get. <laughs> so, if anybody Even has at a, the beginning, I tried to convince you that we shouldn't just play anything. We should just get Dorothy, but we had to go and test some of the other games, too. Well, today when we went, we went during lunch hours, right? That is the time to go, guys. Which seemed like go on time. your lunch break and enjoy some games. But we went to the in. Murray location, and there was maybe six people in there. That's generous. That's generous. So it's almost like we had a whole place to ourselves. When I took my kids last Saturday night, forget COVID rules. <laughs> there were so many people. I bet you there was at least 150 people in there. And those machines I'm talking about with the nickels that you flip their nickels over the edge, there was people sitting down like slot machines in Vegas and like saving the machine while their friend goes and reloads their card. So we're not the only ones that got addicted that one night, but... Um, they were all full of people playing like the whole night. So I, we were there for a good hour and one lady never left her seat in front of the Wizard of Oz. So I just wonder how much, how much money is being spent. <laughs> she probably made my 40, 60 bucks look like nothing. And the sad thing is, is that if you collect all the cards, I think you get like 50 tickets per each card and there's like eight tickets or uh-huh. eight cards. And then you get an extra thousand bonus points. <laughs> Our tickets, but what can you get for two thousand tickets on the wall, Brandon? <laughs> There's some you can get some some good stuff, but you could probably buy it somewhere else for a lot cheaper. Well, a couple of the things on the wall that are like at least a thousand tickets. Kid you not, you could probably walk two stores down to the Dollar Tree store in the One West Jordan and buy it for a dollar. But yet, but there's something so something, gratifying. Oh yeah, about the tickets. Yeah. And we, we should say that, I don't know how long this has been going on because I haven't been in an arcade in a while, but you don't take nickels in anymore. It's just all on a card. And at the same time, you're not going to get tickets that come out. Yeah, the tickets don't dispense out. They just go on your card, which, I don't know if you know, this is a lot like casinos. Because casinos back in my day, <laughs> <laughs> they would spit out quarters, right? And so you'd have like buckets of quarters if you were playing the slot machines. Uh-huh. Um, but now everything, just like Nickelmania, it's all on a card, and it saves on your card. Um, so you don't have to carry around a bucket of quarters or nickels. But the one thing I do miss, my son, my middle child, does not like the fact that they switched over to um, the card system. Even though I think it's a much better system because you don't have to worry about counting your tickets and all that good stuff. It's just and on your all card. the nickels. There's still nickels in there, like in the machine, right? But that's yeah, a lot of Yeah, there's a couple nickels. games, at least at the West Jordan one, that you can still put nickels in. So they have, okay. a, they have one change machine for nickels. But the one fun thing about going to the nickel arcade is like you carry it around your little baggie of nickels, right? And you have tons of them. So they can spill onto the floor very easily. So if you ever run out of nickels, you just walk around the, the arcade and peep, they're all over the floor, right? And so many people would forget that they won tickets and walk away from the machine. So you could just, you could pay your entrance fee to nickel arcade for the buck 50 or whatever and not spend any more money just picking up people's nickels and their tickets that they left behind, right? But you can't do that anymore. No. You can pick up someone's card. Pick up someone's card. Well, that's just straight up theft. Yeah, but I did notice that a lot on Saturday. Like a lot of kids were there. So the kids would slide their card to play the machine and they put it down on the floor next to them. I'm like, oh man, if you're a dishonest person, just walk up and grab that card and you got free money. Don't get any ideas, people. <laughs> yeah, so 
I always kind of wanted to go up and be like the father figure, kind of like that commercial, like, oh, don't turn into your parents. <laughs> like, I always want to go up to each kid and like, you might want to put that in your pocket so that nobody takes it. But that yeah. commercial came into my mind. And I'm like, can't do that. It's turning into my dad. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to do that. Those commercials are funny. Um, so we're only like, what, 30 minutes in now? And <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. It's wait, what more can you say about a nickel arcade? But it's a good time. It's cheap. It's accessible. And it's fun to win tickets and buy things that you could buy for a lot cheaper elsewhere. Yeah. I got today a, um, I won about 200 tickets in all our ventures today. And I bought a sign that I'm going to put on my our bedroom door. Oh, the bedroom that door. It says, fart zone, caution entering, something like that. I'll post <laughs> the pictures on the like warning social media. And I got some invisible ink because how can you go to... A nickel arcade and not come back out with invisible ink. Yeah, that's worth the admission right there, right? Invisible ink. Yeah, I don't even know where I can buy that. So you have, to, I think you have to go to the nickel arcade to buy invisible ink, honestly. Most likely. Yeah, that's the kind of the fun thing about the nickel arcade is the tickets. Yeah. Um, I mean, back in my day, you went to the arcade to play. You're saying back in my day a lot in this episode. Yes. This is very <laughs> this is very nostalgic, right? And one thing I really liked about when nickel arcades came to be is when you went to the arcade and you're spending 25 cents a pop, a lot of those games, uh, for example, like The Simpsons, I wonder what it would cost to beat that game with quarters. But be expensive. I bet you never got beat by anybody until nickel arcades came out to where you could get a lot more nickels for your for your for your buck. Because <laughs> there's a lot more nickels in a dollar. You get twenty. Than you get twenty five cents. You get a lot more opportunities. But I just remember that too, going to the nickel arcade and being like, "We can finally pass off all these games that we've been playing in the arcades forever because our money goes a lot further here." What are your top favorite games? Arcade games of How all time? How much should we say? Three or five? Um, say top it's three. It's going to be hard. I can do five really easy. Let's do top three because I don't know if I can think of that many. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, my, my favorite arcade would probably have to be Double Dragon that came out, I think, like in 1990. Um, remember going to the store and playing that? There was a grocery store by my house called Dan's Foods that had a little mini arcade. So every time my mom went to Dan's, I'm like, I'll go with you. Because I scored the arcade. <laughs> you knew you the arcade, yeah. And there was a baseball card shop nearby. It was great. Um, back so in your day. Back in my day. <laughs> Brandon wasn't even a thought back then. Um, anyways, Double Dragon. Uh, another one I really got into was Street Fighter Two when that came out. Um and then I really liked NBA Jam slash NBA Hang Time. It's kind of the same game. And I want to say that's probably the most profitable game, video game ever invented. Hmm. If you think about it, it's you have to pay for each quarter that you play, and it was super popular. So you get four people playing, they get four bucks a game. That's not bad. Game takes. Anyways, so it was a very profitable machine. And then honorable mentions has to be like Cruising USA. Oh, yeah. Played that a ton. I got that um, on N64. And then I remember going to Peter Piper Pizza and playing the Ninja Turtles game. 
So I like that one a lot too. Nice. So, sorry, that was more than three. My top is... And these are arcade games, not video games. Arcade, arcade games, games, right. I think my favorite is any of the Time Crisis games because that was the game me and my brother always tried to just get as far as we could. I don't think, I don't think I've ever beaten it. But they didn't, unfortunately, have that at Nickel Mania. No, they didn't. Um, I might have it at the West Jordan one. I'll have to check. But I, I also really like um, Crazy Taxi, which I think I got further than I ever have today. So that you was did fantastic cool. on that. Yeah, I was doing really good. It was crazy. I made like taxi. two thousand something dollars. Not not bad. I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm gonna quit my job to do that. Like instead. your fifteen cents went a long way. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think I really like the Marvel Street Fighter type game where you can be any of the Marvel characters. Oh, uh, was it like Street Fighter Two versus Marvel or something it's, like that? It's not Street Fighter, but it's that same style. I don't okay. know how to say that very well, but it's basically that same setup, and it's just Marvel characters. So that one's always a fun one. But again, they didn't have that at Nickel Mania, so maybe I shouldn't have brought those ones up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but they do have a lot of games. They have a whole section of pinball machines. They've got all the old school games you can play. And well, I think the West Jordan, their claim to fame is that they have the largest um, pinball collection in Utah. So I don't know how. It's true. If, it, if it's on the internet, it's got to yep, be true. It's true. I don't know how you claim that or how do you figure that out, but they have a they have a lot, a lot of pinball games there. So go to any one of the three locations in Murray, West Jordan, or... I think it's Springville. Springville? Oh. Plenty of opportunity to spend your nickels, your hard-earned nickels, and win some candy, some uh, Invisible Ink, or whatever else you want to get at the ticket counter. Whatever Dollar Tree item you want to spend $40 on. (laughs) Got any last-minute Nickelback jokes to throw in? Well, my... I think just mentioning them in the podcast alone is the biggest joke. The biggest joke. What was my favorite joke? The COVID oh. one. So what should you say to anti-maskers? You're being asked to wear a mask, not a Nickelback t-shirt. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Some say that if you play Nickelback backwards, you'll hear Satan. Even worse, if you play it forwards, you'll hear Nickelback. Nickelback. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week on This Is A Place podcast. See you next week. Bye.